0: The The Fatherhoods Podcast. Podcast. Beats, Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Here we go. What's going on, Kay?
1: You know, another week. Here we are, and we got, uh, well, let's see. Manny is not with us again.
0: Again. Fatherhoods. Yep. Asking him to not be with us.
1: Strikes again. But we do have a blast from the past. E, will let you intro.
0: This is Don Pollyon. Aka weird thoughts, aka dream chance sports, aka dream big hip hop, aka icky hood. A- what other AKs you got?
2: Aka dream big podcast, aka sports, aka I said that. Can you not hear us, bro? I hear you perfectly.
0: So this is, this is my my brother, crazy hood brother, my brother for life. Uh, we'll just call him Paul because that's his name, and he likes to yeah. say I'm Paul.
1: Um, so Paul was on. He's like our our, fourth
0: host. He's like our fourth
2: co-host. He was on a bunch of episodes,
1: like, first year or so. Yeah. But then he have not been
2: on for a minute. Yeah, I got too busy. I got booked too much, and I couldn't get back on. No, bro. You've been busy, too.
0: You've been working and doing your podcast.
2: No, I've I've been blessed. i actually been doing the Dream Big and and then Dream Transports. Y'all show me love. Always salute you and Nori for doing that. But I was on episode 19 for Fatherhoods, and then... Yeah, call me on for another episode, and then we did a South by Southwest episode. Right. Oh, that was a classic.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. with a crooked eye.
2: Exactly. That yeah. was that was. That was a classic episode. Yeah. So, so
0: Paul, tell us Paul, the the interesting thing for Paul actually um, to chime in on some fatherhood stuff is, you know, his kids are a little older. Well, he's got my my goddaughters, which are adults, and then he's got the two younger ones, which are heavy into sports right now. And um... yeah let me
2: yeah I, I I'm last time I spoke only about the the big three and I didn't get to touch on the younger ones or my step or my um, stepson. Right. my stepson but um I'm blessed bro I mean there's a lot of things going on in this world and you know I, you know I'll get into loss of thought with with every single one but we busy as a family I mean since the first episode with you guys um doc's the name pop's the name i forgot father's the name that was that was my my favorite episode but um <laughs> my oldest has graduated from ruckus university and you know she lives on her own going on two years you know a quick rundown you know my stepson is the next of age he his movie finally came out reefer is on amazon prime and hbo max yeah i don't know so, oh, did you know about that k
1: i remember he- Last time you were talking about his going into acting and but I didn't know it was out. No. Yeah,
2: Yeah. he's
0: the he's one of the main leads, right? In the film. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The the main the main part of the movie about the kid that got killed by the police, he plays one of the best friends. So he has he actually has talking parts and throughout the whole movie. So it was dope. You know, the release day was the same day the world closed down because of the pandemic. So it was a whole year that passed before the release. And then it came out on HBO Max. Uh, I'm sorry. It came out on Amazon Prime. And then this past June, it just it's came like out on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He, he another movie project, but I, I can't speak on it. You know, he he wants it to be legit. So that's coming out in December. So good for him. He's working hard on that, you know. So a movie called Rifa, just to
0: plug it in. Refa is nice. the movie
2: that's out right now. Yeah. It's Amazon,
1: Amazon Prime, right? No, uh, HBO Max. HBO right Max. Okay.
2: HBO Max is on is on um uh, yeah go go support that you know it's an entrepreneur small business small movie director. independent
0: movie um, independent movie
2: independent movie thank you e, I lose my words when I when I get on with you guys but um with hey us Paul. only right yeah.
3: hey, it, it, it makes you he makes you nervous I get it
2: big
1: manny big yeah. Manny's in the building
0: you're saying something Kay
1: Yeah just hey Paul what's it before we go on I'm just curious um what's it like for you to have uh a child who's now living on their own. Cause that's the difference between like going away to school and all that kind of stuff. Well, but I, now, I but now they're much. just doing their thing.
2: The way we best prepare for it mentally and for her is going away to college. You know? Um, the whole dream of high school, go to college, live the dorm life, you know, at this point in age is it, different because you actually, she's actually. She took everything we've ever told her, you know, from the last episode where I said she's really communicative. She really has a lot of open, you know, uh, conversation with us all. So her process of dorming worked out for her. Um, Last episode, I mentioned that she was president of her fraternity, you know, boys and girls. So to make a long story short, she graduated. And that transition just went from dorm to living with like four or five friends. A year later, she stepped out. And now she has a roommate with a friend. So she's been really living alone for six, seven years. And this just all fell into place into her her uh, stability in adulthood. You know, she's going to be 25 next year. So, you know, i got adults in the house. Well, out the house, in the family.
0: Kiara's going to be 25?
2: She will be. She's 24 now. God, <laughs> you know? she oh, was there the day she was
0: born, man.
2: Me, too. So, so. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) In in
0: case anybody was wondering. (laughs) that got weird.
2: (laughs) So so Carlos is doing this thing, you know, and he's been in Atlanta. He's been in L.A. and he's trying to just uh, filter out the the movement for him and find a routine. So it is what it is.
0: The stepson in the film.
2: Yeah, my stepson, Carlos. And Daniela is the next one. She graduated from College of Brockport, which is an hour from Toronto in sports management and business. And she's in Miami. She moved in finally with me. She's been here about four months and she got a job, um, Elite Basketball Academy. So shout out to that. She's doing human resource payroll and, she, and she's loving it. They up to 600 kids in that academy. academy. So I got to give them props and her dealing with that. So, you know, she cut the checks and she's doing her own little thing on a smaller scale. Cause she knows, you know, it's a local academy. So, you know, the big scale would be like NBA, you know, but, but the process is there, you know, she's, she's doing her thing, you know? I mean, you,
3: you know, you know, this like most that are following basketball, especially grassroots, like the universe is really small. So like for right. her to get from where she's at to if uh, the NBA is kind of her, her dream. Oh, right.
2: I mean, the big you know scale would be that she understands that at her age being 23, there's no rush. The process is there, and she and she's diligent with what she's doing. Like her mom tries to say, you know, on the weekend, come back and visit me in New York. And she's like, Mom, I'm doing my thing. You know, she has to stay on the process to really to really get the full experience. And, and, and she really loves and, it too. She, she and she, told she me loves she really it. Loves it. Yeah. And I was blessed for her to touch on that sports aspect. You know, Kiara she works for a business called Covens, um, doing autopsy and 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 finding. Uh, antidotes and all kinds vaccines. of things they were no vaccinations. Yeah. yeah i told her be careful you know because that's like a stranger things you know scene you know what i mean like out in the laboratory so it's kind of funny i, I crack that joke with her all the time but um Wait, really quick
0: the- hold up hold up before you keep going because go. i feel like the whole podcast is going to be what you're doing right now um <laughs> i
2: have
0: a, i've been thinking I've about something
2: about go ahead
0: no, no no and i want you to talk about all the kids but I, there's a topic that i've been thinking about lately and you kind of Talked about a little bit and I want to see what you all everybody thinks. And it's about college and university, right? I've been, you know, reading or seeing more things, kind of putting the perspective of like the whole uh debt that's associated with college and university, and that it's basically all a scam, and it's it's just basically putting us all in this rat race, and and where we just it's you know, you just owe money forever. For something that most people can maybe circumvent by just going in there and interning and, and living, you know, th- learning through experience. Um, what do you guys think about that? Because that's that's I've been thinking about it, like I didn't well I didn't go to college university, so I really don't have that perspective of doing it, but I've, I guess, done all right for myself to, to this point
2: um that's real the whole student loan is a, is one of the biggest what they call scams in the in the country yeah, a lot of people are in debt every every there's one in every four houses that has a student loan um you know and we're what heavy, do you have in your house well we have I, i'm still paying off my student loan you know because as a young father so you're
0: included with dd and kiar having student loan debts? well
2: Didi- Dee, yes, but it's really happy because she went to school in state. Kiara went to school out of state, so it was a lot different on that. Aliyah, she's in her second semester of uh, Queensborough Community College. She will be transferring to University of Albany next year, but it's, she's still in state, so it's it's not as as bad as Kiara got it. But with Kiara's um, graduation moving on, she understands the the, the issue and. She's she's living her best life, quote unquote. But she's hitting that student loan hard. And as parents, you know, I help her and the mom help her um, financially and with advice. And we're just making sure that the, the the calculation as far as dealing with it is done. So if she's on course with it, she'll be done paying her student loan before she's twenty seven thirty. So she understands that life isn't ending. But at twenty-seven thirty, there's no debt, so you know that's the process we're dealing with. You know, so
3: what was everybody
2: I
0: would think like, about this? I was
3: I was thirty-seven, I think, when I finished paying my my school loans, and I went you know, I went to three different colleges and finished in four years, right? And so, wow. I I my take on so I don't consider it a scam. I think I think the game is rigged though, to to a, a large extent where. I had a class at UMass, right? It was a communications course. And the professor broke down to us in the course how if you take 25 cents from every taxable dollar and you put it toward education, the entire country can go to school for free. Mm -hmm. Right. And ever since that moment, I felt like I was getting fucked by the education system because of that, right? Like, it's not hard when you're spending, I I don't remember the number, but it's like 65%, of a taxable dollar was going to the military and funding things that we really didn't need to have that extravagant to maintain our our power. We went above and beyond uh, as far as like military spending. So the the cost, the debt associated with you know college is real, but I also think the university. Education is really valuable, and I don't mean it necessarily in a particular concentration. Well, think-
2: education in the loan is two different conversations. Yes, yeah, yeah, not- yeah. It
3: yeah.
2: Is, is, is there and is needed and necessary. Some people say they're not for school, you yeah. know, but but the education is right. Like people ask me why I went to school and and what I do outside of you know hip hop and everything else. You know, I'm a chef. So my basically analogy to that is to tell everybody, look, I know what I'm doing in the kitchen. But school polished me. So I'm basically a sharper knife, you know, as the best way I could say it in that world. So it makes sense. But um, but yeah, it's not a scam as far as you got fucked, but they don't right. show you how the financial literacy part of dealing with it after college is where we're not there mentally because we just got out of college, so we wanna be adults and we want to be cool. So yeah, I get what you, I get what you're saying. So that's
3: it's- that's that's what, what I was you? gonna say, right? Like I was I was gonna get to that, which is I think the foundation that is set when you go to a university setting, I think, is important for most people. I think there's a group, a big group of people that don't need it, don't require it, right? But I think for the most part, it, it, it does provide a certain foundational discipline that helps you through life. Now, the financial literacy aspect is where I feel like it's rigged because that, that transcends university. That's something that we lack from jump that now compounds after you go to college because now you come out of college with this huge bill that takes you forever to pay off. Some people go into bankruptcy. Like there's a bunch of fucked up. shit. And some happens.
2: people don't even work what they went to school for. And that's why they feel that there's a scam. Right. No. I don't think some of these
0: universities take the time to, to kind of like tell me you, really you
1: don't really get the counseling on. on right. What like what are the, the jobs
0: fact. that are hiring? What, 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 you know, what is, cause these are universities. They're smart enough to forecast what what the job market's gonna look like? So why aren't they helping people? You know better pick you know their majors or or get them you know in jobs or whatever.
2: They're and, ready for the next class to come in, and that's more admission. Well, because
0: and- it's a profit thing. It's it's a profit thing. So they really don't. I feel it feels like they don't care that as much because they just need those that that profit to still keep coming in.
1: But it's also, right. you got you got to figure that these are kids, right? Everyone's young, a bit more in the moment. I know. For for myself, like I would take, try to just get the max amount of money that I could possible because at the same time, like right. I, I want that reef, you know, I want to try to get money in my pocket so that I can, you know, yeah, I'm doing, me- I'm doing music fun. at the same, at the same time. Right. You know so that- I'm trying to like run a studio and I'm trying to use student loan money to go to school <laughs> but at the same time, do all this other, <laughs> other stuff. Right, but yeah. then, And I'm not really thinking about it in the future of like, damn, I'm still paying this shit <laughs> off. <Yeah. Like> I, <laughs> well, that's know? overall. Like I did yeah. that with
0: regular credit cards, yeah. you know, with the predatory lending, supposedly back when right. I was like 16, getting credit cards.
3: Damn artist, bro. Where
2: they, I read somewhere where they threw in uh, oh, <laughs> a bank with student loan at 18, but they won't give you, they won't help you to get a mortgage, you know, as far as ownership and owning property, so you know it's always it's, it's just funny. I wanted to throw that out there because it, it came in my head real quick.
1: Yeah, I think it depends on what you want to get out of the school part of it. Also, I mean,
2: I mean
0: individually, school could be amazing for someone. Right. Oh yeah. I, for sure. I, I'm just thinking. I guess what I'm really trying to say is I feel like society, and this goes back to our generation, was always like you know you graduate high school, you
1: you oh you need a degree to go get, to yeah right. you get
0: a degree. And then you go and try to get into the jobs market. And I feel like there should be more than just that, you know, like society should, shouldn't be just, that shouldn't just be the only path. And that's, and they make you feel that if you don't go to school, you don't go to, to college or university, you're kind of a failure. Well, yeah. right. right. Well,
1: well, also there's all, you know, I mean, a lot of people try to shit on them sometimes, but like the trade schools and things like that. I mean, They're those are, those crucial. are super important because I can yeah. think about, you know, I went on and off to school in different, variations and like some of the those core pieces that they have you learn just to kind of get to the next step i mean that's stuff that i don't even you know i don't remember to this day but and certainly didn't help me for where i'm at now um but like when you look at a trade school it's something where there's someone who has a specific interest or they they want to focus on that those those kind of that, that kind of schooling is great i think
2: yeah that's dope that makes sense i mean Makes sense.
0: i think it's the american capitalism mentality that i guess has i feel you know is where these kind of issues lie and i feel like our kids are we suffer our kids like the generations will continue to suffer like there's this country i forget what country it is that they they look at their what is it their gdp they calculate mm-hmm. the happiness of the country and so i would say that if because we're talking about society wants you to go to university obviously if you go to university you get a higher you know education then the idea is you're going to get like a, a white collar job or something you know you're going to be an executive of sorts right, right. You know, you're going to get this certain type of pay and so and there's no emphasis on get a trait maybe you're good with your hands and maybe you doing this type of job with this type of money is good for you and makes you happy. You know, and, and so I don't know. I just think it becomes like this, the way our society is, and, and well, let's and not forget po-
1: those those other countries where the school is paid for, right? That that that's yeah, right. Canada,
0: Ca- Canada, right?
1: Yeah. A, yeah, I think there's other <laughs> ones, yeah, too. Yeah, so, so they, pro- they provide so,
0: uh... free weed too. <laughs> 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 Made that shit up. <laughs> right, right. Well,
3: what what's your what's your guy's take? Kay, I mean, uh Paul, you already got kids in college so i think the answer is pretty clear but like given your your question uh e how are you feeling about your kids going to college
0: i want my kids to do whatever calls them like i want it to be like i think university and college is, is it the same thing it's not right i'm keep saying it's
3: the same shit oh, i thought
0: he was gonna tell me he's like well let me explain oh. it to you
3: <laughs> back in 1804
0: <laughs> I, I think that a Someone that that goes to school, if they're passionate about learning and, and, you know, they have that drive, then they're going to succeed and they're going to, you know, they're going to get the job they want or something close to it. And it's all going to work out for them. But I think if you go in there hesitantly only because your parents and society tells you you need to, it's not going to work out the same way. So me personally, I would want my kids to follow their passion, you know, and not necessarily a blind passion where oh I just want to be I want to paint doves you know for a living like no like but I want them to go where they feel like okay I I have a drive for this and it calls me like oh I'm into this trade or I'm into I want to do this major and I'm really into it like my goddaughter Kiara she was steady man like from high school into the veterinary Ah. stuff and like man she saw it all the way through right there's no there's no way you could say she wasn't going to be successful in that because. She's like she veered away from it a little bit now in her career, but it's still in the same world. You know, she's still dealing with with uh like I don't know if you call it veterinary science, but she's dissecting animals and stuff like that.
2: You guys hear my pit bull? Hold on. <laughs> don't like <laughs> <laughs> dissect
0: you, that pit bull. <laughs>
3: How about you, oh, K? What do you think yeah. about your son?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as E. Um, I I do see also outside of just like the education, the the benefit for some kids as it being an an extra kind of buffer time to to if they're able to do it to just kind of learn more about what makes them tick and give them a little bit more time to figure out what they're into if they don't already know it coming out of coming out of high school.
2: Well, no, that's actually it. I mean, it's to just not give up and to see it through. Um. This is
3: what I could say. One thing I'll add, like when I was, I remember vividly when I was graduating college, it was like, I don't know, like three months before the semester, the final semester of my graduation year. And, and I'm like, yo, what am I going to do next? Like, I was really like not prepared to go and be in real life. So, yo, I grabbed every application I could for a master's program in that bitch. I was like, I got to get an MBA or whatever. Just, I got to stay here longer because I'm not ready. Right. And nobody accepted me. Like my application was garbage. And ultimately I, I left, but then my mind was like, all right, I got to go get a master's now. And I'm, I was on my like Kanye West dad shit. Like I just got to get degrees and degrees. And then somebody hit me. and was like, yo, you're better off just instead of spending a hundred grand on an MBA why don't you get into the entrepreneurial track and like throw some cash? If you're going to, if you're ready to invest a hundred grand in theory in, in the MBA, why don't you go and find a business that you are passionate about and throw throw that money into that and see what you get out of it? Because even if it fails, the learning that you get is going and the networking that you do trying to make it successful is going to outweigh the benefit of that MBA more, than, more often than not.
0: That makes sense too, and that's when you opened your massage parlor.
3: That was the second job. That was the second business. <laughs> no, but that shit blew my mind. I was like, "Wow!" Like, there's a lot of logic to that. But then the problem is, like, finding that passion becomes really difficult unless you, like, Kiara, kind of knew from jump, like, this is what I want to do.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. To to round off to round off the roll call, so. <laughs> So I already said. I'm bringing I, it back. <laughs> so I already said uh, is going to leave university. no kid behind <laughs> is his policy. <laughs> so university go for her. She wants to do forensics and she wants to do a uh, psychology. Aaliyah, right, Aliyah, Yeah. So she's a different animal in in total. You know, and my then then back to my my son Donovan. He's a freshman in high school now, and Madison is a sixth grader, and they're doing well in their and they, GPAs is. and higher for both of them and and their sports. So like the mom is on the academics and, you know, the dad is on the sports, you know? So it's like everybody in the household is busy. That's a fatherhood tribute to you guys. You know, when I hear you guys on the podcast, because I still tune in to every episode, I always hear somebody's not here doing fatherhood. Uh, Manny, shout out to the, to the Fly dad gear. and I, you know, the um, K K's uh, son is is growing up and 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 fighting people or thing or something, and, you know, and he and he got the the. the little... <laughs> what episode was that? I thought, I thought I thought K said that he was, was it older. It must have been an older. Yeah, K said he started at the UFC <laughs> gym or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somewhere where the the coach the coach was was doing something. For, with with the, your son and he was doing <laughs> sparring. I don't know. Damn, I can't remember. But it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, he's
1: just doing. He, although he did get into
2: a uh, a scuffle it, at school last week. Five um, minutes it lasted. Yeah. You know, so it's funny. You know, I'm glad you guys are still doing fatherhoods too. I, the, your 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 graphics are off the chain. I always want to. I want to know what's the next one. You know, like it's, it's pretty cool the way you our guys. Graphics
0: do it. are better than our episodes now. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, Still. I mean, you guys are still doing your thing, so that's that's you guys on top <laughs> of this. You know what's going on? Are you are you puffing your chest to show the logo or something? Yeah, no. of course. <laughs> no, I'm, not to, I'm not used to doing Zoom, so I don't know how to sit down like this.
0: <laughs> like what? Yeah, like you look mad uncomfortable. Like,
2: I think, you think he's doing, like, like here, <laughs> the nah, African eater dance. <laughs> I went to the chiropractor yesterday, so I'm a little sore. They always say after adjustment, you get a little sore and shit. Hey, hey, did they adjust
1: you? happened? we what? had a uh, we had a family uh verses sit down on Sunday
3: oh
0: oh yeah yeah oh dope tell us
1: yeah so actually it was it was a it was a good music Sunday um my my wife my wife's always looking around for like just different stuff to expose him to and they were doing a uh, like a free symphony orchestra like, nice. like at a new spot that uh, around town so we went there and um that was his first time seeing kind of like live music and all that i mean it's for anyone who ever wants to just go and relax and kick back and just be like get like on on a super chill vibe go to a symphony or go to an orchestra and and it's pretty cool to see like all the instruments working with each other and the unison yeah so we did that and then um and like super relaxed afterwards and came back. And then uh, I got a, a text from a friend who was like, he reminded me that the verses was on. So then we turned on verses, and it started the, the big daddy cane KRS. That was a
2: different orchestra.
1: Yep. Yep. So then we just sat down, ordered some food and uh, we watched that while having dinner the curse, whole time.
2: Curse words and all.
1: Curse words and all. <laughs> nice.
2: So, How old is your son now? Nine. Yeah.
1: About time he hears it. He's heard it he's heard it yeah That's dope. but um near the end he started getting a little bit a little bored because he didn't he, he didn't quite un, you know it's like all those songs had like historical context for my wife and i so we hear him we're like oh shit you know right then like near the end he's like uh all right he's like i really like this and all but what's next <laughs> You know? but like he was because there's some of the songs that he knows like he knows uh you know, he was, he got all excited when Kane did, you know, half step in or when, uh, or when KRS did, um, sound of the police and stuff like that. So, but it was cool to, to, it was like, oh, shit, we got having a family affair here watching Versus.
0: Yeah, that was, that was a, it was a good Versus. I enjoyed that. I tried to do that
2: and nobody wanted to hear it. <laughs> nah. I said, I tried to do that. Ain't nobody trying to hear it. Really? Yeah. I mean, the specific thought, ver- verses you tried to do it with? This one. Like, I was like, hey, you no, know, like, you know, this is this is historical this is a uh you know like a like education class like this is something for for everybody to understand where it's come where it's been and the kids know a lot of the songs but they was they was like nah, i don't want to i don't want to sit down No, like i respect that you know it is what it is i enjoy the shit out of it yeah it was dope
1: it was a good one did you uh you watch the yeah i yeah.
0: I, I watched it yep we watched actually we we, we almost flew, well, flew you in, in
2: for a it on TV the party, party, okay? The what? We almost flew you in for a crazy hug versus yeah, watch
1: we want we wanted oh, want a watch party, man. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, that'd have been good.
0: But no, it was quiet party at the house. Well, the if you TV.
1: like, if you like that versus, I would listen to the uh the latest one EP episode because they have uh Mister C on it, and it's him breaking down why he wasn't there, why he wasn't King's DJ. Uh
0: oh. Uh oh. Yeah, can't give us any little
2: insight. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was unexpected. <laughs> ain't, put it that ain't, way. Ain't, ain't Mr. C been getting hit on a lot, joked on a lot for on the main on the main podcast. They was joking on him a lot. But nah, yeah,
0: I, he, he's past all that. He's on, yeah. he's on uh, Rock the Bells. We we communicate, yeah, uh, that's right. He is on Rock the Bells radio. Get him on, uh, yeah, trying to get him on drink champs one of these days.
2: I think,
1: um, who do you who do you think won of that one? Not
2: the way they attacked each other.
0: Oh man, honestly, I don't even want to say.
1: It's tough, right?
0: No, I actually do have a winner in my mind. It's Kid Capri. Good one.
2: There you go. That's a good one. That's kid, a he good hit answer me up too. He hit Did me he? Up too.
0: Yeah, he um, th- talking about fatherhoods. He says he has a. I, let me read it before I say it, so I know what I'm saying. But something hey, he up. has a. A project Kane. with his daughter or something. Like oh,
1: really? That. Okay.
0: Yeah. But uh, Kid Capri killed it. Shout out to Scratch, though, too. I don't know what was going on between Scratch trying to diss. I mean, I know that he- they thought they were going to do, like, a DJ battle, legit one, and I think Scratch was ready for it. Yeah. And I think Kane kind of shut him down. Was that kind of the way it went yeah. down? Yeah.
2: Like, chill, chill, chill. Let's move on. Let's move on.
0: But was it Kane just not wanting him to, like, diss kick Capri? That's the way I took it.
1: Uh the way the way it, the Kane Kane it felt to keep it moving. Yeah, the way it felt it was that like both Kane and KRS wanted to keep it focused on their battle and not veer off into the DJ stuff.
0: Well, they had the the B-boy stuff too.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Who knows like what's orchestrated behind the scenes on all that stuff. So. Great legs
2: too, by the way.
0: Yep. So he said um that he's dropping a video and another one with his I'm dropping another with my daughter
1: nice. in the album. Nice.
0: That's kick Capri, the legend. Yeah, Kid, he killed it. It was dope, man. It, it was dope across the board. I thought the only part, as dope as it was, that I threw me off a little bit was some of the extra artist performances that had nothing to do with their specific music.
2: Well, they just took advantage of the stage and the platform. It was dope.
0: <laughs> like, Daz Effects was dope uh buckshot you know doing doing uh what did he do uh
2: how, many MCs, must how, get how did? many
0: mcs must get this yeah that it was dope but i just it threw me off a little bit uh-huh. um i wish cool g rap would have shown up yeah i thought it would have been gonna, epic yeah yep. i think that would have really really killed it so that was kind of whack that he wasn't there <laughs> who else uh who else is it so i
2: mean rock it? they killed it who roxanne Shante.
0: Oh no! Nah, yeah, she killed it too. And I
2: oh, and I was hoping they did he did self destruction at least the verse. He he was so,
0: it. It, it seemed like he was going to do it at the end,
2: and didn't then it stop it, right.
0: And then he stopped, and then and then someone I don't know where this came out, but someone said you'll see it on the tour on the verses. Big Daddy Kane. Uh, oh, okay. There's <laughs> One Tour. You can watch <laughs> right. uh, self destruction live.
2: True, that'd be dope if everybody's on that.
0: Like, well, rest I mean, case, Miss Melody. Right.
2: Hey,
1: um before we begin to wrap up just on a totally different note paul i'm curious since you've got older kids and just going through this past 2 years how how's their mental health been and how how like on top of it are you and your lady in terms of paying attention to like their ups and downs and all with all the shit that's going on these days
2: um it's a roller coaster ride bro um they're all mentally uh healthy to an extent of what they're dealing with on their day-to-day so you know it's always a conversation you know it's six conversations it's six individuals it's six different experiences personalities so there's always talk there's always communication um not one of them is a little bit worse than the other but they're all positive you know um let me, let me be like 100 with y'all, you know, like my stepson, he didn't go to college, so he sees more of a day-to-day reality where he sees that his siblings or or co-siblings for the, for the fact, you know, that they went to college and they got jobs, you know, and, and he's hustling his acting and he's doing his thing. And he's also an aspiring artist, you know, so he tries to record music, he tries to push some music out. So he's really going on the creative side of life, but he does see the downs more than the others because the others go to work. So it's a positive, they get a paycheck. So there's a positive, you know, they come home, there's dinner, there's a positive, you know, their routine is made somewhat and his is still on a roller coaster because he has to audition. He has to read, he has to record. So he's more on a spontaneous creative vibe. So his mentality is not that it's unhealthy. It's just more active on a different level of, of somebody, his age, you know, everybody else, they're so we we've been blessed and people still don't realize how hard it is we've been blessed to keep everybody on a schedule so if you look at our calendar like we all do the google calendar we all have our things and i'm still adapting to putting my stuff on the calendar but i'm old school right so i have a calendar hanging on the wall and we write on it so if you look at every month damn near 99 of every block and every month just something on it written mm. we- at this time we have to be at this time we got to do this and that schedule doesn't allow them to to have any gaps or voids so their brain is always functioning positively to the best that we can do they're keeping themselves busy
1: well let me ask you this how like are you as their dad are you are you able to still when they're older still know like all right they're, they're they're in a down mode right now or do they come yeah. to you still and say you know no God, i'm feeling no. or do you cry and, and, and go don't. and you get their gut feeling
2: no the gut feeling is there that father intuition is just like mom's intuition like it's there like you could see their 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 emotion you could see their demeanor and then you know you just ask hey, what's going on but sometimes as a parent your what's going on question <laughs> be one too many times and then they're like leave me alone dad you know because as as a young adult they're adulting they're maturing experiencing so not everything is for conversation but they know that we're all available so sometimes they have to deal with that alone and then sometimes you know we shut up as parents uh let me not say anything because they have to deal with it and then and then whether it was whether it's a week two weeks the conversation comes back around now it's a smoother conversation because they have dealt with it for two weeks and then they could talk about it a little bit easier. And and that goes all across the board with any type of a topic or situation. There's nothing real harmful, there's nothing real violent, there's nothing real like life or death. It's just what they're dealing with on their everyday day. So, I mean, it's cool like that. We still, they don't run to me, but the, the conversation is still there. You know? Got it. Well,
0: let me ask you with Carlos, how much of your experience being an artist and going the independent you know artist route with us through crazy hood how much of your experience have you tried to convey to him
2: um as a stepfather to a stepson it's real delicate because even though we've been together since he was six and he's 23 it's real it's real long leashed it's more like you know he wants to be his own man and, and I'm not particularly his father, but I'm his role model. I'm still his father to a sense because we've been together 16 years. So as an artist, I give him the creative space. Let, let's go to the studio, you know, come with me to CHP, come with me to, to the hood office, come with me to go take a ride, you know, listen to music, We music. I bump the music. We talk, I let those, those fluids go like, you know, his creativeness. But when it comes to like, um, discipline as far as being an artist like he does that on his own i give him props for that sometimes you know i don't see him for when he's in his recording mode he has a studio that he does go to i don't see him for a week and then i'm like it was good carlos everything's okay and they were like nah he done slept over the studio like four or five nights trying to record music so i see where he's trying to gain a momentum as an artist where creatively he's producing but as a, as a parent role, you know, I do tell them you can be focused on what you want, but always have that backup plan because you just never know. You know, I've, we've experienced so many downfalls as far as, you know, parents and crazy hoods and life in general It's just have that there. And then he gives me his adult answer. If I think of a plan B, I failed plan A. So, like, he's, he thinks broadly, and I got to respect that to, to an extent, you know? Yeah. Huh. Uh, yep, yep.
0: I, I get it. The only thing, the reason why I say it is because, you know, knowing him and seeing his trajectory, you know, sometimes I, f- I feel like uh, the dose of reality that you've experienced and that we've all been, you know, have experienced throughout our career can be valuable to him, but like you said, he's he's definitely very headstrong. He's his own person.
1: He's gotta wanna. He's gotta wanna hear it, right? That's, right. That's, right. Yeah.
0: He's he's definitely. I mean, I don't. As of lately, I mean, I have I did see him not that long ago, but as of lately, I don't know exactly where his mentality is. But earlier on, he was very more like uh, overly confident about what's gonna happen, and uh, I don't want to say fake it till you make it because that's not necessarily it, but it just just overly confident is probably the best
2: bet well, and, well the word that he uses to me a lot and as a child to a parent you know i find it and i find it interesting but i find it entertaining is when he says antiquate he goes you're still in that antiquate form of parenting and, uh, and you know i laugh at it because it's funny to look me look that but, word up <laughs> Ant- antiquated <laughs> but, or antique okay i might even said it wrong. I'm saying not,
0: you're I'm an antique, antique or <laughs> <you're> <laughs> right inadequate or antiquated no. what does antiquated mean Kate, old school you know, right old yeah, school,
2: school
1: yeah Antique, yeah like right. out of out, basically you're out, of, out of like touch. out of touch yeah right
2: better better words out of touch you know he's tried to tell me and i tell him bro i'm not that older you know right. like it's at a young age and i have and i'm old-fashioned like, outdated yeah yeah i'm definitely a young parent still and i have i'm gonna have a 25 year old and 24 year old but i'm not even 50 you feel me? Like, so um, we're still young to the aspect and it's not like he's doing rock and roll music right. or doing something. No, he's doing hip hop. So it's like, bro, this, this, you can't get no more hip hop than me in your, in your influence, you know? So I do bring them and I brought them early, you know, just to throw it out there. I brought my daughters around crazy. Dogs. I brought my daughters around, you know, Eric and, and er- all of this that we do. And as far as him in my lifestyle, when drink champs took off, like, I would just bring him so he could see the behind the scenes, so he could see the camera, so he could see the picture, so he could see the way it works. But then as a child to his mom and household, he's still a a, a live wire. He's still a rambunctious young teenager, early adolescent kid. So now it's like, okay, I can't discipline you. I can verbally talk to you, but I can't discipline you now. And I won't go there because I never did that. But now i got to cut you off of hanging with me. So it can go both ways that I can give them and not give them. And then still be on course with, with a discipline type of attitude. Because he's a little bit different. You know, he's really headstrong, like you just mentioned. But, you know, sometimes you, gotta let the, you got to let them, what they say, you got to let them fly. And, you know, they come back as yours. You know, he's different. He's a different kid, but he's real lovable, humble, but he's just real.
0: No, he's a good dude. It's just, you know, it, you just, I feel like it, it's, it's got to be difficult, uh, you know, for if you have a, a child that follows in kind of like your footsteps that they might not listen to you if you have experience in what they're trying to do.
2: Right?
1: And they're "Ah, yeah. oh, it didn't work out for you, so but it's going to work out for me." Right.
2: <laughs> like right. Correct, kind of correct. Correct, but it's not like it didn't work out for you, it's more like I'm I'm far beyond a, a a more of a of a creative mind.
1: Yeah, but they, you know, it's like it's like the youngins they they look at it like, "All right, well, if you didn't, you know, if you didn't become Jay-Z or whatever or, right. look, or look, whoever, so you know."
0: To put it to put it in some kind of perspective and Paul could tell me if I'm absolutely wrong about this. He came into this already Kanye West in his mind, you know? But the Kanye we know now. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, not really Kanye. I want to say he came into it more... He came into it more... um, Now, I'm not saying specific to being Kanye. I'm saying the mentality.
1: The mentality, yeah.
2: Yeah, he he knew he didn't have... um, He knew he didn't have the it factor the x factor he knew he didn't have that but he knew that there was nothing far from him getting to it so if he's as as elaborate and creative in his rhymes and his clothes and his fashion and his everyday being then it's gonna all come together and like i said i give him the the respect of being an individual and as an artist everybody is but there's there's everybody knows that it's 10 percent talent 90 percent business there's a function there's a process so you can't skip nothing and and sometimes you know there, there's shortcuts he's looking for that's not there and and that's not what he wants to hear because he's more he's more, right. I'm gonna get through it i'm gonna find it
1: it's also just being younger and not understanding that you can like define what success means right like, well, they might I, just well, be on they just might be on one trajectory of what success is and then You know, once he gets a little older and goes through his ups and downs and he's going to come back and look at you and say, oh, I see what you did. You know, you you started doing one thing. You were able to pivot and still be part of, you know, what you want to do. You just changed it up so it's successful for your life and how you want to live your life.
2: And to be honest, his music isn't that bad. You know, can it be better? Of course. You know, can he be a better artist uh, work ethic wise? Definitely. But but as unconditional love that we give our kids, you know, we support whether he wants to be a painter, a carpenter, a rapper, or, or a car washer, you know, like we are there for whatever it is. You know, I just try to, well, from what, the, what question to what Eric said, the influence is there more on the fact that he's doing hip hop music. Yeah. So he might not listen to me, you know, but I understand, you know, everybody got to be who they are, you know, if it's all good with me.
1: Yeah. On that note. Yeah.
0: Go, let's go bump the sleeve stacks. All right, do it.
2: It's funny because as we talked, everybody's just walked in now. That is funny. Daddy and hip hop. They want me to be daddy. All
1: right, all right, fellas. Paul, appreciate it, man.
2: Nah, it's all love, okay? I know Manny had a Eve. Shout out to Manny. He always checks in on me when he's in Florida. And E, you already know what time it is.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. No.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All
3: right, guys. All right, guys. We'll catch All you man. Later. Man. later. Hey.
1: Peace, Peace, man.
3: Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.